24 Cross Media. We are back. G Mac and Winnie coming at you with another edition of the Outlaw Blitz Podcast. Big fella, let's get dangerous. Ole. Ole. That's uh that's what the guy from the Mets comes out to. Oh, uh the closer, right? Yeah. Diaz. Diaz, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen it, but if you you haven't, uh, no, check I out the it. SNY one where they follow him out of the pen. Yeah. And he's in the pinstripes. Yeah. Man. He ain't Mo. I don't give a fuck. No, 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 no. And and I've clarified this. That's the third best entrance behind Rick Wilding Vaughn and Mariano Rivera. Rivera. (laughs) Although, I'm going to give an honorable mention to Dan Vogelback. Oh, for my milkshake brings all the poison. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was awesome. That was fucking epic. Apparently, the boys said he wouldn't do it, so he did it. He is the epitome of... A major league baseball player who looks like a beer league player. Yeah, yep, yep. Gotta and he looks him. like he's out there having some fun. Yeah, he's cool dude. Uh, how was your week? Oh, fucking terrible. How was yours? Not bad. I came off the COVID protocol. Yeah, we're back, uh, we're back in studio. I went to the King of the Catskills. That was pretty good. Uh, back in studio, sound is hopefully way better. Way better. Um, last week, you know, it was trying times, but we deliver. I mean, we are right. what we are, right? Um, we make that. We made that commitment. We try to deliver a show every week. We put it out. We put it out there. We keep coming back to the table. That's why you should pick us up. Damn right. <laughs> um, and I get and I get it. It's once a week, but we 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 put it out there. So, yeah. um, uh, if I never have another week like this past one, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But I have a feeling I'm having a couple more. But we'll see. Or a few more times in a few more years, or not for nothing. We just dropped a bomb-ass fucking podcast. Yeah. Investigative I'm, podcast. I'm actually fucking tired. Like, drained a bit. Mentally? Yeah. Yeah, because it took it you on that, a roller coaster. It was that intense. Yeah. Um, that's a big one. By the time this airs, um, you'll have to check it out. It's Steve Irby, uh, Monolith Solar. And, uh, you know, they kind of tried to steal his company. But or they, basically they, did. They didn't kind to. They, they, they did. And he's in the process of trying to fight uh, big business to get it back. And and not for nothing, like what what he's actually wanting back doesn't seem like. Hey, listen, whatever was is was, but he just he wants his name and his and his office back. Right. He's um, you know what it is. He's confident in his product, and his product is already proven. So he can rebuild. He can be that right. phoenix rising from the ashes. Yeah. Um. But cool, dude. Uh. Feel for him like a motherfucker because that's you. You have anything where you had your blood, sweat, and tears, and somebody came from behind and took it. Well, it's not supposed to be that way, right? It's right. always supposed to be, hey, you can be anything in this country, and if you build up something, uh, an investor shouldn't be able to take your shit ever. And then on top of it, take your people, cancel you out, and then invest in themselves and pay themselves, right? And, and, and the absorb, money they should be paying you. Absorbing amounts of money, too. Yeah. So listen to the interview um, or watch the interview. Uh, and, it's recorded and it's on. It's on uh, It's on our Facebook page. It'll be on our YouTube page. If you're on Twitch, it's on Twitch. Yeah. Um, you know, 
this is stuff we, you know, you, you, you enjoy those conversations because yeah. that's what we did it for, to talk to real people about real stuff. And if it can help him? Yeah, if it helps him, it helps him. Great. Even better. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that, that, was, that was my week yeah. for the most part. Beautiful. If the heat finally broke. Yeah, it's been delicious. I haven't been able to nice. really enjoy it, though. <laughs> no, I know. Did you get to go to the beach this weekend? <laughs> no. Um, oh, boy. We ended up arguing Friday night. I, I think I think a lot of it was just me being overtired. Uh, you were just a whiny bitch. Kind of. Um, so we ended up sleeping in yesterday, which was fine. I needed it. And then ended up going down to, I can't even remember the name of the outlets in Jersey, down by where Ikea is off like the turf yep. bike. And there's a Disney store there. So Carly picked up some Disney stuff. We stopped and had dinner on the way back. Ended up having a good day at the end of the oh, day. Oh, good. So. Good. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of like the week you get so busy. Like it feels like you just recorded. People are commenting on the stuff that just well, came every, out, and every, we're coming back to the table. It's like every wow. day blends into the next. It does currently, and I'm 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 waiting for that to cease. Yeah. So until every day is a Saturday, right? Uh, speaking of one one thing, I got to say is Saturday, September third, eight p.m. Syracuse versus Louisville. Me and my boy will be there. Me and Bean. Nice. Uh, he, you know, I want going him to see dome. going out. Well, I don't even know if it's the Carrier Dome anymore. It's whatever it is. It's always the but, Carrier uh, Dome. Nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's the Carrier <laughs> Dome, and it's an ACC game of the week. Good shit. So, um, you know, it's something. Hopefully, he enjoys. I don't. I don't know where he's at right now. Cool. I think he's kind of in the summer blues almost. Like it's yeah. almost over. He hasn't done as much as he wanted. Right. You know, he needs to go out and have a kegger. He's got too. those regrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what what led you into uh, picking this week's top five? Um, I believe uh, I was I, I got hung up on, on a Robin Williams movie. And thinking about it, it got me to like, man, you a lot of times you see guys that are, you know, I don't say pigeonholed, but are known for being comedic actors. And then end up delivering a, a killer drama movie or a thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a serious actor that ends up popping up in a comedy movie and ends up being fucking hysterical. Yeah. So uh, trying to not be wordy with it, I said um, actors, actresses who put out a, who starred in a good cross genre movie. Yeah, yeah. Like your personal top five, so. All right, top five movie crossovers. Yep, uh, I'll I'll start it off. Number five, uh, I had Melissa McCarthy in the kitchen. She played a serious role, right? Yes, it was um, three mobsters' wives. It was her and two other women. Oh, you told me about this movie one time. And the mobsters get locked up, and they're in Hell's Kitchen. And another mob thinks they're going to move in and take over the territory. And these three, the three wives, take over and run the mob and run shit. Oh, really? And there might be a laugh or two in the movie, but it's her in a very serious role and a kick-ass role, too. So I highly recommend the movie. All right. My number five, Mila Kunis, Four Good Days. Not familiar. Mila Kunis is Meg Griffin. Yeah. Uh, She's, you know, that 70s girl, that 70s show, stuff like that. So I kind of... Considered a more comedic actor. Yep. But she plays a um, a heroin head who's strung out 
and her and it's the heartbreak that her mom has always been there for and trying to help her. And if she has four good days, she can get the shot that then is a blocker. So she'll never get high from it again. She'll have no use mm-hmm. and she can turn her life around. And man, it's heart wrenching. It's uh it's definitely an emotional movie, but a very good movie. And it's out right now on, on prime. Okay. Um, good watch for yeah, it definitely you, sounds like it. And, uh, you know, and then how you overcome addiction. Okay. So it was very, a very, very good role for Mila Kunis. All right. Number four, Mr. Church, Eddie Murphy. Uh, Eddie Murphy plays a, he's a jazz musician yep. at night, but he works for this gentleman who, in his will, he hires Mr. Church, Eddie Murphy, to be the um, chef slash um, caretaker of his daughter and her, his daughter and his granddaughter. So... Mr. Church, Eddie Murphy, forms a really tight bond with um, the daughter. And the grand, well, the granddaughter ends up being the daughter. And throughout her life, and you see a serious side of Eddie Murphy. He, he personally is tackling alcoholism in the movie. He's had loss in his life. Um, you see some of it. It's very uh, not Eddie Murphy like. There's not a, there might, again, it might be a laugh or two, but something you've never seen Eddie Murphy take something that. That uh, deep, deep. War. Okay, so I'm highly recommended. All right, number four. I'm going the other direction. Uh, Jeff Daniels, Dumb and Dumber. Jeff Daniels is a sev- very good, serious actor. Right. And to see him come out where he's shitting in the bucket with his feet out in front of him, or fires that snowball off of what's her name's face. Yep. You know, like uh, it, that was that was a shock because Jeff Daniels. I mean, like. Uh, I think I've told you about Looming Tower. Yep. I mean, he's a very serious guy, and he's a really good serious actor. So to see him go the comedy way right. in Dumb and Dumber, well, uh, it was just fucking It hilarious. totally pulls it off. Oh, uh, yeah. Look. Yeah, the, the faces, yeah. The, the hair, the whole deal. Yep. It Perfect. was awesome. That was my number four. Um, number three for me would be Bill Murray, St. Vincent. Uh, he has the shirt with the Stella Maris on it. That's uh, that's Purple Rain eighty one's family owns the owns the bait store down in Brooklyn. Okay, and he wears one of the, he's like he's sitting in the backyard in a in a in a lawn chair, right? And he's got the Stella Maris shirt on. Okay, yep. Uh, so have you seen it? You've seen I've the seen movie? it. Yeah, yeah. Again, people who haven't seen it, um, man who has, as you see in the movie, has placed his wife in long term care because she's failing mentally. That's gut wrenching enough. But he's a surly old dude. Melissa McCarthy, again, moves in with her son, yep. who ends up going to Vincent's house, needing a babysitter in, in an emergency, and it becomes a full-time thing. And, and he becomes, like, really good with the kid. Right? Yes, and at the end of the movie... Um, you'll Don't see, give the end you'll, away. You'll see why they call him St. Vincent. All right. Number three for me, Owen Wilson, Behind Enemy Lines. Oh, wow. Owen Wilson's always aloof, a goof, goof. goofy, kind of goobery, even Lightning McQueen. He's kind of like, hey, California, cool. You never pictured him tough. Yeah. But Behind Enemy Lines is probably one of my favorite military movies. And he, and even in that, he's kind of aloof and goofy and and a fuck off. And he's trying to get out of the Navy. But then he gets shot down behind enemy lines and he's got to survive. And man, does he fucking pull it off. Yeah. He He does a really good job in that role. Yeah. So that was that was three Owen Wilson behind enemy lines. All right, number two, I have Robin Williams one hour photo. Okay, um, Robin Williams plays a 
fucking creep. Dude named Cy, <laughs> who is a, develops film for a one hour little one hour hour photo lab, and has taken a liking to a certain family that always brings him their film. He sees impropriety in the marriage and takes it super personally, and that sends him over the edge. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, like, and <laughs> yeah. it's fucking creepy. So to see Robin Williams not in a fun loving, not in a fun loving role, right? Playing some a character that that's dark, right? Was uh, a shocker. Yeah, he's. I got a side note for him once I get to number one. Number two for me. Uh, Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems. Uh, that is on my list, and I only have so, one spot Okay, left. so we might as well discuss it, because sure. that's going to be your number one. Yep. Adam Sandler, the king of Goofy. Yeah. The king of, hey, let's not take life too seriously. Let's do it. But he did get robbed. Dude. He got robbed. He did. He got robbed. He should have won an Oscar for Uncut Gems. Phenomenal And the movie. new one... And I'm and I don't and I'm gonna fuck this up, but it's a new one on Netflix where it's a basketball movie where he's a coach. Really? And he brings the guy over. It's 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 probably only a month old. Okay. And it's on Netflix right now. And and I'm gonna I don't know the name of it, so shoot me in the dick for that. I apologize. <laughs> but he does another very good serious role. Okay. Like he keeps giving everything to him and he's like, Hey, I'm gonna get on the bench this year. I'm gonna be he's a scout and he's just trying to get to the bench and you can't miss and then you know the the owner's fam has some family problems, and they they leave, they leave it to the son instead of the daughter. The daughter values him, the son doesn't. Right, and he's like, "This guy's I can't miss." I'm telling you. And 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 the whole drama that unfolds to get him to the NBA. Okay, so it's pretty good. But him in that role in Uncut Gems, phenomenal. All right, you don't take him in that serious role. You don't. And um, funny parts in the movie. But you're like, this, dude, if you pictured your 1980s New York City party in Cokehead, right. uh, he had it to a fucking T. Oh, he sure did. It was crazy. And he, he owed everybody money. <laughs> oh, it was brutal. <laughs> yeah. It was brutal. Like, again, yeah. Hey, but something... I, brought, I brought the guy. I brought the guy. Yo, funny shit, <laughs> yeah. though. Um, and then, so that that was my two, your one. And then my number one, um, which is, it's my number one for this because it and I'll get to that in a second. My number one, Bradley Cooper, The Hangover. Bradley okay. Cooper's pretty serious actor. Generally, yes. But that fucking Hangover movie, was he was tits McGee in that it one. It was bro. great. Dude, right from the start where he's collecting the money for a field trip and he puts it all in his pocket to go gambling. Yeah. You know, as the teacher and the handsome one. He, you know, he just, the whole, everything about that, he's like a guy's guy in that movie. Hell yeah. And it's not like serious. It's, He's funny as hell too. No, he is. You know, in a in a somewhat you know serious role. Yeah. But my ultimate number one, and I've we talked about it last week, is my guess is Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, yeah. Robin Williams. And t- I think is and I hate saying that because like you just said, one hour photo, right? Right. Goodwill Hunting, which right. what I said, but Dead Poets Society. Uh, and, and I was going to say, as a, he as is a, a very good serious as a actor. Side mark to Goodwill Hunting was Dead Poets Society. Yeah, he's a very good. He's a very very good serious. He, he was. Is. He was, was a very good, serious actor. That's why it, it's tough, but uh, when you think Robin Williams, immediately people think Aladdin, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, he's got great comedy chops. Right, Jumanji. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, a couple movies that I thought about that I guess would be honorable mentions, um, Meet the Parents, Robert De Niro. Yep. Again, serious actor. Doesn't necessarily mean to be funny in that movie. Right. But ironically, he's very funny in that yes, movie. Yes, yes. 
Al Pacino had, and if this had come out this year, I would have put it in. He's doing King Lear, so he's doing Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. That's a stretch. Yeah. He's a very, but he is a very good serious actor, so to take on a Shakespearean play, I could see it. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 so weird that it goes from comedy to serious, and there's nothing in the middle. Right. Yeah, it, it's it's odd how it goes that way. The only, but that's why I wanted to have some comedy that went serious and some right. serious that went comedy. The other one I would have taken that went that was would have been like a serious to comedy. It's more like an action hero to comedy. Would have been Arnold with Kindergarten Kindergarten Cop, Cop yeah, and uh, Twins. Yep. Him and Danny DeVito. I mean, seen as a comedy actor, but then he's good in the Marine. Right. It's, it's weird. Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Daddy Dearest. Well, here that was the thing. Wahlberg is kind of really a serious actor. He is. But then you get him in like uh, the, the, the cops, the, yeah. the two cops there. What yeah. the fuck movie is that? What's but the again, I think, oh, the, the other guys. Oh my god, he's hilarious in that. He's hilarious in Ted. But I think he's also that ironically funny guy. Right. To where. It's it's his delivery. It's it's how he says it. It's his expressions, his his facials, yeah, his body yeah. language that makes him funny. Right. He can be tough and a dick at the same time. Right. And and, and goofy all at know? the same time. Yeah. All at the same time. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that was a it was a pretty cool list to come up with off of there. It was challenging. It was challenging, and they're the good ones because they'll be there's debate. Yeah. Now, while we're on debate for five seconds here, okay. Yesterday morning, I get in my car. I'm going to work. I hit the radio station I normally hit, and there's a new weekend show, and it starts. And on the way to work, I'm, like, wanting to punch the radio. Their debate was, who's better, Biggie or Tupac? Nationwide had Tupac. Yeah. um... And they were saying the songs, because their ages were pretty similar. Yeah, 25 and... You know, they're... they're, Their catalogs were pretty similar, and they were like, you guys that are in the East Coast are blinded because he's your guy. See, I'm not. Uh, I'm an East Coast guy. I I always did prefer West Coast rap. Um, I'll I'll give it to Tupac because I'll add in the acting experience. No, no, no. This was solely on music. Oh, solely on music. Yeah. Mm. I say just enjoy them both, but they were like... But yeah. it became it was a, it was an office argument that right. came to the air, right? And people started chiming in, and like the East Coast was all like Biggie, and the West Coast was like Tupac. He had more hits, and they were like, "Yeah, but Biggie had more hits on other. He made other people's music hits, right? Tupac had a bigger catalog. Um, Biggie had more of a commercial impact. Yeah, um, uh, not for nothing." Yeah, did Tupac curse in his raps? They all do, right? They all, yeah. But he had some songs that, like, California Love that went mainstream, where Biggie's shit was always kind of, like, had a, a hardness to it, like a really... Yeah. Where you couldn't get away with radio edits without screwing up right. a song, so... And, and it's a difference in producers, too. You're yeah. looking at Suge Knight, and you're yeah. looking at Puffy. Yeah. Now, Puffy... Uh, who who liked the clean image? Right. It, it never for made what sense to me. you can you can knock uh, Sean Combs for all you want. The man produced radio like legendary radio music by sampling older stuff. It doesn't mean yeah. listen in every in every art every, form. Gets it, you're very rare to find a a non knockoff. Right. Everything's been done for Correct. the most part. Yeah, for the I most agree. part, you know, to to a degree. I agree. I, you know what? I think. You, you said it best. Enjoy them both. Yep. All right. So.
All right, Winnie, what'd you miss? Um, your opinion. Would you consider Robert Redford in, in the natural crossover? No, he's a very serious actor. Right. That was a serious role. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I threw the, the, it had the whole the sports angle to it. Yeah, but it, a serious actor can play. Like Kevin Costner plays right. athletes all the time. He does, so. he does. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, five crazy questions inspired by, not by, inspired by conversations I had this week with someone who doesn't like to do a lot. Okay. <laughs> and you'll figure it out yeah, as it goes. Sure. All right. Number one, is it okay to get busy in a Burger King bathroom? <laughs> uh, according to Humpty Hump, it is. It is. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. Yeah, that's right. Uh... I'm a germaphobe like that, so I'm going to say no. When you were 17, you would have done it. Absolutely. Yeah, like, up to, like, a certain age, you know you would have done it right. if it was possible. Right. So, so uh, like up ro- to... Roadhead is acceptable like, up to a certain age. Up to 26, yes? 25, 26 is the cutoff. Yeah, and then you got to be you got to be clean. Right. Agreed. <laughs> All right, number two. How much time is it okay to complain about something? How Holy much time fuck. is okay to just complain about one thing. One thing. Like one thing. Not like one major thing, just one thing. Like humidity. Like should you have like 10 minutes and then that just be the end? Like what is it? And I'm not talking about something serious like like the podcast we just had where right. somebody's no. company was stolen. Fuck that, dude. We're talking about like a coworker. Three minutes tops. Like 10 would be the absolute extent. I, I, 10, I mean, 10 is a long time. It shouldn't be 45 minutes, right? No. And it shouldn't be every day? 10 in 10, I could get from your house to fucking pretty much Kingston. Yeah. No, that's a long time. I right. don't want to hear 10 minutes on the same topic, if it's, especially if it's not if it's nonsense. Okay. I'm just making, I just, I'm just trying for, for future reference. I'm right. trying to clarify three, all these. Three tops. Yes. Okay. All, all right. right. Three minutes. Three, hold on. Let me write that down. Three minutes. Okay. All right. If the food is great, but the service is horrible, do you go back? Ooh. Phenomenal, but it took you like two hours to get your or hour to get your meal or more. I will give a second chance because the food is that good. If it's consistent, though. The next time you go back, it's service still, is horrible again. Probably not. Yeah, I'll, I'll go so I'd rather have 7 out of 10 food with great service than... 10 out of 10 food with terrible, right. I'm sitting around waiting. Like I said, if it's that good, it, it, it's going to get a second look, but it's not going to get repeat business if it's if it's that long, no. Okay. Number four, what phrase besides your bugging from the 90s <laughs> should make a return? Oh, man. I think it should be that's fat or psych. Psych, that's fat, or that's mint. Mint. We use that's mint sometimes. Yeah, once in a while it comes it. out. We haven't used psych, and we definitely haven't used that's fat, P-H-A-T. Right. Psych got overused, I think. Mint, or, uh, fat was more like in early 2000s, late, late 90s. No, 90s. Because I remember, I distinctly remember more. Okay, it could I distinctly remember Morris Sheckler okay. having a, so like, uh, he lived on his own when we were in high school. It was fucking weird. Right. But he had a, he ripped it out of a magazine it was a Coke can with all kinds of straws hanging out. Yeah. And it said P-H-A-T. And it looked like he had, like, dreads. All right. Because, actually, now that you say it, Fat Farm was a clothing brand. Yeah, P-H-A-T. From fat the farm. 90s. Yeah. So, okay. So, you're saying fat? No, I'm going mint. Mint? Yeah, that's mint. Yeah, I, I like fat. That's fat. Yeah. All right. Cool. 
All right, and, and number five. Is it okay to constantly criticize people and how they do their job, even though you've never done their job or truly know how it is? Now nah, you're bugging. <laughs> <laughs> it is not okay. It is not okay. It is not okay. Well, okay. Complexity of the job. If you're out at a restaurant and your waiter is fucking terrible... Yeah. Could you go be a waiter? Most likely you could. Right, but you also don't know what they're doing behind. You don't know how many tables they have. Right, right. You don't know. You can only gauge it from what you're viewing. Right, and too many times your line of sight is only, you're like with blinders. Well, you're concerned about yourself. You see this table. It's true, it's true. You're like, well, they got their foot. Yeah, but you don't know. Yeah, I would say. Maybe there's the line. I would say 95% of the time it's not okay. Okay. All right. That was that was they were my questions. I was just you know what, they, they were good. They were all they all came out of one conversation. Uh, that is amazing. <laughs> is it though? Not really. It's it's pretty it's pretty right on the point, isn't it? It is right on the point. Um, yeah, it's 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 a little it's a little wild. Um, let, well, before what? we move on to, okay. to another segment, um, pretty big loss in the podcast world this week. Uh, Jack from Bad Counsel. Yeah, man. Lost his battle and passed away. Um, that hurt that, our community. That, our, that we have a podcaster community. Absolutely floored me. I, I was. Yeah, and he had that. He had that. He had that. Um, I don't know an intoxicating laugh. Right. You know what I mean? He just drew you to him, and and that laugh. You'd hear him giggle and to start off one of their shows, and you're like, oh god, here, here we, we go. go. Yeah, that 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 was, and 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 then in the in the acting world, uh, Ann Hesh. Yeah, that was uh that was uh and that was a bad way to go. That was crazy. Um yeah. But, to uh, uh you know, uh rest in peace to both of them. Yep, and our friends at Bad Council, uh Get you're, well. in our, you're in our thoughts and we're here for you. Yeah. Um hopefully hopefully you know you guys overcome that soon. Um one thing I do want to touch on before we move to another segment and you're going to have to shoot me Kevin Williams. Kevin Williams reached out to me uh, the Mid Hudson Tigers uh, travel team. Kevin recovered the fumble. Yes, Kevin re- re- recovered the onside, onside kick. kick. Kevin, yep, Dark Man, I call him. Uh, Kevin, he he's he's coaching baseball, and they have uh, I think it's eight U to fourteen U, and they have a tryout coming up the end of the month. I will personally make up for this and do it. You know, uh, you know, at the end. When we're done with the video, I'll just um, I'll put it up there. But they're having a tryout, and he wanted to get the word out. Mid Hudson Tigers, eight uh, U to fourteen U travel baseball team, and his kid's a stud. Nice. His kid switch hits, and he's like nine. That's awesome. Yeah. And for people who don't and know, hit a home run, people don't know Kevin. Awesome guy. Awesome dude. He may be your UPS driver, so leave a good tip. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to let's let's work on this first. Let's go to. This week's rabbit hole. All right. Uh, we haven't done a rabbit hole in a while. Um, you know, we're so busy researching the other stuff. Rabbit right. holes are easy because you just look back at what you 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 watched during the week or right. fell down for hours. Yeah. Um, a lot of shorts this week. 
not yeah. not pants shorts. The shorts like no, like TikTok, TikTok and shorts, shorts. On yeah, Facebook the, yeah, the under thirty YouTube. seconds or yep. a minute. Um, Joe Rogan with aliens and UFOs. I fell down that did, hole. Did you see Joe Rogan's um, short about his first orgasm? I did not. Fucking hysterical. Okay. He says something to the effect of that he got it from oral sex. He goes, my fucking ears were ringing. He goes, I've been searching for that high. I've been chasing that high ever, ever since. Yeah. Of that effect. Yeah, your ears get all hot. They're ringing. Yeah. <laughs> he was hysterical the way he told it. Uh, that and Joe Rogan's uh, Ben Franklin had bodies in his house when they went to do an archaeological dig. Really? Yeah, like 1,200 bones or something in his oh, house. Oh, shit. And they said that was just how they studied anatomy back then. That's weird. Yeah, and it blew his mind because you always see Rogan like, that ain't true. And then he's like, what? And then he, you know, because yep. they got that screen up there and he starts looking and he's losing his mind yep. checking it out. So that was that was one um, Family Guy cut-ups. I watch a hundred of them. Yeah. Laughing my balls off to pretty much every one of them. Yeah. Um, lawn painting. I watch a lot of lawn painting like this week. Like making brown grass green yeah, again? Yeah, yeah. Just standing out there with the sprayer. Like they go and they cut it all, make it all nice, and then the guy goes in back and he, he paints it all. <laughs> yep. Um, retro modding. Uh, do you know what retro modding is? Yes. It's where you take an older car and instead and you of put going... stuff in it. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Boston has a big project he wants to do with a 79 Camaro. And I told him, I said, dude, let's retro mod it. We'll update stereo so you have, like, right. satellite radio. Now, here's the thing. They've retro modded actual stereo head units that look factory to the old model, but they have built-in Bluetooth, built-in uh, satellite radio, everything, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. cool. So that's what I'm saying. I, you know, that's So we're trying to get ideas. Yeah. Because I told him, I'm like, if we're taking the interior out anyway, let's take it out. Let's re-put in all brand new, you know, soundproofing. Let's put in new carpet. Run all your wires for your speakers. Let's get good speakers. Everything clean, nice. I said, and then, you know, you can, you don't have to, we're not buying a car to keep it original. Let's make it yours. You know what I mean? So I did retro modding. And then um, for a little while, uh, obviously I've been, I have a keyboard. I've been messing around with that. I watch piano videos, like how to learn, like, it's fucking tough, dude. When you got hands like this, they don't. It's kind of tough. And I took, but I, I learned and not keyboard like typing, keyboard like no, I know. piano. I took I took lessons from Chucky Masasi, who is Ian Flanagan's. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm teacher. pretty decent at, on cer- certain things. Right. Um, um, but the thing I got I got the most enjoyment out of this week was I watched orcas fucking up white shark, great whites. Really? <laughs> oh, and fucking up everything. Um, I didn't realize like. I watched a seal eat a a baby shark. Really, a seal chased it into like into the and and got on it, and then there's just blood in the whole bay. Ooh. Then I watched an orca. These guys were on a a, um, a cruise ship, and they're and they, you see the orcas are like oh, and there's a seal, and this fucking orca went under it and flipped its tail, and the fucking seal went like eighty feet in the air. That's awesome. Landed, and then he and then like he flipped it, turned around, that thing landed, and he just <laughs> lunch. Damn. Now, and orcas are dolphins. Yeah, and they fuck up. So I didn't realize this at the time. Orcas give great white sharks anxiety. That's awesome. Great white sharks have anxiety from orcas. That's pretty cool. And they were just, yeah, fucking big willy, uh, free willy. Yeah. Absolutely 
destroys Jaws. Just <laughs> telling Hands you. down. Just, just so all you guys are aware, Jaws is the scariest movie ever. No, Free Willy is. <laughs> you just don't know. You just don't know. Yep. So what was it? What was on your watch list this uh, week? There's a, I don't know. I see a stream or whatever YouTube channel called Hum Baby. Okay. And it's all um, baseball stuff. So the one was the ten best players to never make the majors. Dude, there were guys in the in the minors that were fucking raking. Yeah. And for whatever and they just he, left them. For whatever reason, never got the call up. Got traded to a new organization, would rake again and maybe get a September call, but never getting it back. Yeah. Guys that hit, you know You gotta wonder if there's like politics. Yeah, or you know, like blackballing people. Like, yeah. hey, yeah, fuck that guy. Yep. So that was that was one big one. Shorts. Um, Che Dorena, my dude, you like him too. Watch the comedian at the end. He says, "Follow me, you fucking idiot." Oh yeah, yeah. Follow me, fucking. All idiot. his dumb shit. Um, a lot of them are funny, but then when he starts whispering, it's he's all horned <laughs> up like he's masturbating. <laughs> Follow me, fucking idiots. Then there's a there's and one, he zooms way in on them big ass teeth. <laughs> there's a chef that he duets things with cooking videos, mm-hmm. and he looks like Brian Rounds. Yes, yes. You know what I'm talking about? And he fucking tears the recipes apart. Yeah. At the end, he grades them like, "Uh, one out of ten, I wouldn't, maybe I'd eat that if I was drunk. Or dumb shit like that. And then back on YouTube, I could not stand this guy. And I still, I don't know, the jury's out. He's kind of a dick. Eric Sim calls himself the king of Juco. So he was calling. Is is he the guy that goes up and and he takes up bats against all kinds of pitchers? Right. Asian baseball player that he actually got drafted and made it to double A with the Giants. And he's usually in like a batting cage atmosphere with the right. with the radar gun behind now him. Now that fucking pitching machine they have in there is thirty grand. Yeah. And you program it to the major Throw whatever it and wants. that's why he says facing against um Garrett Cole, for example, he'll go to stack stack tracks or whatever it's called and he'll get Garrett Cole, spin rate and velocity for his fastball. Program it. Slider, change up, fork ball, whatever he throws. And then he stands in the cage to hit. And now it then it reads the data off the bat and then he and it puts you in different stadiums. You pick Yeah, like stadium. he hits a home run. I saw him hit a home run off like a high school kid. Right. After the kid blew nine balls past him. Right. And that's he's like 30, 33, 34 years old now. Um, but he's great friends with Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer came in and threw to those high school kids. Bauer, isn't Bauer suspended right he now? He is. Another, yeah. This year, and I don't know, next year too maybe, or last year and this year, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, but Trevor Bauer's funny as hell, and he rags on Eric Sim all the time. Like, Bauer wasn't throwing – Eric. Or Trevor Bauer was not throwing Trevor Bauer hard. He was throwing like 93, 92. Right, right. When he, we, he hits 101, 102. Right, right. And the movement on his shit is sick. Yeah. But well, like, he was throwing to throw, not throwing to like blow by him. Right, right. And then he 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 barreled him up once and absolutely hit a fucking moonshot. Yeah. But he's somewhat entertaining, but I like seeing him bat against the different major league pitchers to see what he can do. Like they put Nolan Ryan in, the spin rate and the angle on Nolan Ryan's fucking curveball is ridiculous. Really? It's a 12 to 6er and you see a 12 to 6, you're looking at gone. It's like he couldn't even fucking lay the bat on it. If he stuck it out the bunt, he couldn't make contact on it. So that and yeah, other. I would have liked to seen Jack McDowell's splitter, right? Because that thing dropped off the table. Oh, it did. It was there, then it was gone. 
um, what else? Blonde Barber, or Blonde, uh, not Barber, Blonde Brewer. Jared and, uh, what the hell, Jared and Maggie, the blonde chick. Yeah. And he, he always walks out to the Coolio song after he says some yeah, dumb yeah. shit to her. And she's always throwing some shit at him yeah. as he's walking away. And yeah. she's hot. Yeah. So, doesn't hurt. They were your they were your stuff for the week. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Refinishing stuff again. Uh, rugs. I saw. I found a whole new rug thing. Oh yeah. Guy found a series of rugs behind a shed, um, that were like moss covered, uh, and was able to get them back to like factory. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. And I, you always wonder, like, you, they got to be redoing them to resell them. Those rugs like, aren't cheap, bro. They're not cheap. They're and not the, cheap. And these look like they're not cheap rugs. They were just stashed yeah. out there, like during a move, and the owner just left them, said "fuck it," and it's, they came along and took them and redid them. So yeah, it gets there's it. something. And Carly used Carly even used the word uh, satisfying when they're doing like the scraping of the water and you see yeah. all the dirt <laughs> and the shit. And go it looks off like the end. it looks like a tidal wave of just fucking grit and dirt, straight going, straight <laughs> filth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is something so, gratifying about it and yep. satisfying. All right, so now we are up to Winnie's turn to over and under. I love this song. Over and under, over and under, as we have done before. Winnie loves this song. We have done before. Yep. Uh, all A right. lot of English influence in this. There really is. <laughs> okay. Number one. Number one it is. Malted milk. Um, so you can say malted milk balls, a.k.a. Whoppers, or mal- or malted milk. That's in a, a, milk like shakes, a right? Mal- yeah. Chocolate malt. Yep. Um, uh, there's no pushes. Uh, I'd say overrated. Yeah, not a big malt guy. I, I mean, I'll eat them, but I don't get malted milkshakes. I'm not, you know, it's not like. If they went away, I'd be like, eh, all right, they were. I had them in their day. Stewart's is the only place where I actually think of having the malt because you can see the can of malt powder. Yeah. But like if you go to like Jolly Cow or some other, you, you don't see it. So it's out of sight, out of mind. Yep. Number two, kind of goes hand in hand soft serve ice cream. Underrated. Extremely. Underrated, Underrated yeah. Um, not for nothing. Soft. I, hard. Hard ice cream is what it is, but I, I, I really thoroughly enjoy soft serve, like soft serve vanilla cone, dipped in cherry or right. uh, sprinkles or whatever. I prefer soft serve. And I know it's a, it's a, a chain. But I think you get more flavors out of hard ice. Like you can do peanut butter in it and whatnot. But but to me, super underrated is soft serve from the Dairy Queen on twenty eight in Cape Cod. Cape Cod, yeah. Uh, Dude, don't sleep on the Mid-Hudson Buffet soft serve. Right. And McDonald's. McDonald's ice cream cones are fucking yeah, phenomenal. They raised the fucking price, They're though. like three bucks, though, I know. Now. They, used, they to be, used to be a buck. They were a buck. Even their Sundays were a buck. They were steel. Now they're fucking three bucks. That's right. a lot. It's a lot. All right. Number three, a dryer fresh towel. Dryer fresh towel? Like it's still warm. Just eh, got out of the shower. Overrated. Yeah? Overrated, yeah. All right. I mean, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, overrated. As long as it's not a wet, cold ass towel, <laughs> I'm good. good. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Just do its job. Dry me. You there know you what I mean? Number four, and this was a big fucking thing with me this week DoorDash. Um, nowadays, underrated. Because you used to only be able to order food 
from places that delivered, right? And you were limited. Now, most places have people that just pick it up and bring it to you. I'm going to say underrated in areas that staff that have enough drivers to do it. Way fucking overrated in Kingston, New York at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, in a sit in, in cities, I bet you that's how they make their money. Right. You know, like, and there's probably people that rather make their money at night than, than, and sleep during the day. You know, there's just people that yep. don't want to get up in the morning and try and make money. Yeah. They'd rather make it from six to two, two a.m. or something. Stash and I had to uh, do some late night working and we door dashed Taco Bell and it never fucking showed up. Because nobody went and got it. Right. So I got on good customer service with DoorDash. And at first, they were only going to refund me the fees because your food was technically cooked. I'm like, why didn't you get my fucking food? So I want all my money. Yeah. So I got all my money. I never got it. Right. So I got all my money back, plus they gave me $26 of credit. Well, that's not bad. I mean, no. at least they made, uh, honored they made They made they good honored on it. it. Yeah, yeah. So I guess my complaint's not with the company. It's with the drivers. Like, if yeah, you're going to be like, a driver, be You're going to fucking hustle, hustle. Right. Uh, number five, celery and carrots with chicken wings. Underrated. Thank you. Very underrated because especially if you eat hot wings, it's just something to get that shit out of you. Like at some point you need a little cooling factor and a little crunch, just what, something to just offset it. What's the ideal number of chicken wings to sit down and eat? Mine? Right. Yeah. Probably about eight to 10. Thank you. I was going to say eight. And anything more than that, you almost need the celery and carrots to break up the monotony of the wing flavor. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Uh, number six, corn on the cob. <laughs> Underrated. Yeah. Fucking corn on the cob. I'm not a big boil it. I'm more like a grill it. Yeah. With the, with, with the husk on still? No, no. So what I do is I, I husk it. I get a sheet of aluminum foil. I butter the fuck out of it. And I garlic powder the fuck out of it, and I ra- and then sea salt it, yep. and wrap it up and grill it until it like grill. Oh my god, that dude, so good. good. Pop Winnie, God rest his soul. Uh, one of the late late what his late late in life hacks would uh, he would husk it and then he would soak like a two or three sheets of like the thicker paper towel. Yep, and wrap that around it and stick it in the microwave for like two minutes, and it steamed it just right. It was good. Yeah, not perfect. Yep. Uh, numbers, I have eight totals. Number seven, recreational reading. Underrated. Yeah, very underrated. Um, kids today will never know this because they have a phone in their hand. Recreational reading used to be what you did when you pooped. Yeah. That was it. You read a paper, you read a magazine. ESPN, the magazine, whatever. The toothpaste you, container. The, whatever. <laughs> uh, the Sears catalog. Right. <laughs> the Christmas catalog. Yep. And then and when you got to be about 13, 14, the bra section of the Christmas catalog. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for that nipple. Yeah. That's popping hey, look at that. It's see-through. It's see-through. Yeah. Except for their underwear were like up over their belly buttons back then. Right. Yeah, but highly underrated. And my last one, number eight, amusement parks. Underrated. Okay. Underrated um, because it's it's a nice, there's something for everyone. If you want to play games, you can play games. If you want to ride rides, you can ride rides. There's uh, pictures. There's shows. Yep. You know, the right amusement park, there's a little bit for everything. You're there for entertainment. If you're not going there because, like, I think if you're a person that's like, I, I, I don't want to be entertained, well, then you're in the wrong place. You can just people watch, too. And people watch, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, underrated. I mean, if they were gone, think about how fucking boring life would be. Favorite most boring ride? Um, The pirate ship that goes. That made me sick. Yeah, you're a bitch, bro. <laughs> you, you are horrible on them rides. But I will say my most favorite most boring ride is like the... The cars that go over the park on the rail. On the oh yeah, rail. that's that's pretty cool. I like. I've always enjoyed those. And I don't like. I don't like heights, but they don't bother me. I like. Um, here's one for you. It's not even a ride, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. The Swiss Family Robinson House in Disney. Oh. It's a, a treat. It's a treat. You know, it's literally from Swiss Family okay. Robinson. Yeah, it's been years. I don't. But you, you like you walk through, and it's it's not a ride. It's literally you're walking, just walking, like a line. Yeah. It's, it's like a it's like an interactive exhibit. An exhibit. Yeah, yeah, but it I thoroughly enjoyed it. That was like the the um, big sphere at Epcot. Yeah, it is a ride, but it's not an adventure ride. It's no, more dude, like you a, fucking you like go up slow and yeah, go around. And you see a bunch of different shit. It's it's really cool when you see the moon though. When you get up at at it the is, top and you see cool. the, it's pretty cool. It's so, like you're above Earth like that. Yeah, yeah. So there's my over and under. Nice man, that's good. It's good, uh, good follow through for the week. Two years, buddy. Two years, yeah. So we were gonna do trivia, and then I'm like, ah, fuck that trivia this week. Um, two years, man. We just hit this is this episode right here is our two year anniversary. That's wild. Three seasons, two years. Um, you know, you look back at year one, we were so we were just so new and so green, right. And then year two, we kind of started coming into our own. Year two kind of really started with the uh, Hope Rocks concert. Yeah, we got Ian Flanagan. Yeah, and then, and then, and then the International Hall of Fame. Yeah, Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. And then, boom, it went. And I mean, we've had, um, we've had from FBI agents to. Pat Metters on her motorcycle driving across the country and yep. women in the wind to uh, the the future hip hop guys that are like tearing it up now. Yeah, they they were they were floor level and now they're like tearing it up at big concerts. Yep. Uh, Joey Valance and Bray. That's just some of our interviews that we've done, and and I feel bad because like you know you're just trying to rack off the top of your brain, but. Danny Barker. Oh, Danny Danny Barker's well. That that was season one. Yeah, I mean that was year one. Year one, but that that follow me is out now. Yes, it's, it's going to all these festivals and, and doing very well. Looking forward to being able to see it finally. Yeah, and it's it, right. It's doing very very well. Um, yeah. So so to to think back about what we've done in, I mean, we had uh, to start season two. If you really think about it. We had, um, what's his name? Uh, Bushwhacker Luke. Give us a fucking, give us a, we a, had a plug, a, a plug from Bushwhacker Luke, you know, and so plug you, from Ian, you know, it, it's, you know, we've had our, we've had our lulls to where we're like, man, is this going to keep going? What are we doing? Question ourselves a little bit. But then that one day we brought up the, the chart. Yeah. And it has been a steady just a, a climb. Upward climb that's yeah. still going. That's still going. And it's like you break down the one dam and then all the water comes rushing behind right. it. Like it trickles and then all of a sudden you get that push and then we I think if we just get the push we'll be all right. I've had people that have told me now 
that they don't know what the hell they would do on a Thursday or a Friday. Yeah. If they didn't have an episode to listen to. Yeah. They get out of work or whatever, yeah. and, and they, or they're on their way to work and they D-Mac. listen to it. Yeah. D-Mac being the biggest one. He's yeah. like, dude, I, he goes, you guys are like my outlet. Yeah. Oh, well, Kevin Williams, that's how that whole thing started. He's yeah. like, dude, I listen to you every week. It's so wild to hear about it. And then, you know, here it, I look forward to it. And right. he's like, you know, and then they asked me. All right. So just kind of going back quick. Uh, comedian Jeff Leeson, uh, Eric Jensen, uh, that that was big. Bill Ball ran for uh, school board. Yeah. Pat Metters, Women in the Wind. Um, Joey Valance and Bray. Um, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to. I don't want to miss anybody. Devin the King Olin, the fighter. T.J. Albright. Um, Brian Tiff from False Confidence. That's that's something we forgot. Yeah, we helped launch another podcast and right. part of our company. And they're killing it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Another Super Bowl party we we hammered out yep. in in our in year two, which, which had a turnout beyond our wildest imagination. Yeah. Brian Solomon, author of Blood and Fire, yep. up former WWE Who writer, has, now has his own great podcast. To go listen to. Yep. James yep. Hanstein, FBI Special Ops. Devin McClung, TikTok star. That was a lot of fun. Devin was fun. Talking to Devin, and she's still uh, doing great stuff on TikTok. Um, Zach Horton, uh, election. We we brought him in prior to an election, which he won, yep. which was awesome. Uh, Dave Dwinell. We we handled Dave Dwinell. Ref Dave. The ref, referee Dave, who a very successful author, who refed with Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and Bruno San Martino and Madison Square Garden. All the way to Triple H. All the way up, yeah, and, and Cena and them guys. Um, uh, let's see. I'm, I'm just trying to go back to where about we started. And Tanner Talley kind of started our year two. Yeah. Uh, Boiling Frog. Yeah. Year. Boiling Frog. Who's another great, another you awesome know, podcast. Awesome podcast to listen to. So to go back and our, and, and now this season bringing in the reviews. Right. And they've been big. Like people are like, where I haven't, I don't know where to get an egg sandwich. So we have haven't other, done anything. We have, Friends on podcasts in other countries, yes, that are sending us reviews to post on our page, right? And we just recently had Brian from uh, Concerts That Made Us. Yes, do, oh, I love Brian, good dude, then, dude, awesome. And then, and then the place he reviewed was like, I didn't even know this was happening. So it took on its own legs in Ireland. Yeah, like the Outlaw Blitz gets picked up in Ireland, right? But that's what networking is. That's it. That's what reaching out to these people and trying to get stuff done is. Yeah, but not for nothing. If you go to Ireland and you see Jack's Burgers and stuff, you're going to be like, yes, I'm getting some of that because that looked really good when Brian reviewed it on the Outlaw Blitz. Yep. And it's the same thing to go for Lurch, who does them in, in Myrtle Beach, and Ezra in wherever they were, Florida or whatever beach they were at. Yep. You know what I mean? When, when, when the baseball team does it at Dante's, that's what we're doing. We're trying to get people to say, hey, this is the spot, or hey, eh, it's all right. Right. But, you know, that it's a lot of fun. You know, there's... And not for nothing, Snyder's Bakery, what we've done for, you know, Snyder's yeah. Bakery, yeah. with Snyder's Bakery. You know, it, it's been awesome. It's it's been very enjoyable. And it started where we were buying beers and trying different beer, right. remember? And the, oh, God, the hot foods. And the hot foods. <laughs> and Winnie does not like the hot no, foods. No, no. I just wish we had a better videos of the old hot food right. days. The Cecil, the Cecil Towns. Haircut, cheese ball challenge. Oh, God. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, that was uh, that was about a year ago. My hurt ended about an hour later. His hurt ended till when his asshole <laughs> fell out at about six thirty that night. Yeah. So. Yeah. So listen, it's been two full years. Three. Se- we're in the middle of our third season. Yeah. We we don't miss weeks. 
No, in fact, when we say we're going to take a break, we take a break. But when we don't, we're here every week. We're here every Thursday for you. Yep, you're going to be here. You're going to be getting another episode live from Hanakleta's house. Yep, you've done you've done a few there. I think you know we've we and we've done it through COVID. We've done it through shit. We we had to just get done. Yep. Now we're adding another element, and we're trying it like this. It's it's on video. Now, obviously, it's not live on video because I don't want it to be live. Like, our audio comes out on Thursday, but now we can use the video clips to, to sub right. off to get of the... people ready for the full interview. Yep. So, And we're learning the production side of it. Yeah, it's it, it's hairy. I mean, it's weird. We Some upgrades, I mean, we have the top-of-the-line machine, and we've got good mics, good headsets... Next, we got to work on getting you a better laptop, and uh, but it works right now. It does. You know what I mean? Like it's getting done what we need done. Yeah. Um, the video side of it. Listen, things cost money. These things cost money, right? Right, um, right now, the video of Highland that you're seeing, if you're watching it, the the video of it, it's from my cell phone. Right. It's it's cell phone tapped in. So, yep. you know, it's it's just those things. Like um, I have a video changer coming. Like where it'll transition, it does all transitions. That's cool. We can hook four cameras to it, so we can, you know. But then we're kind of outgrowing our space a little bit. Right. We gotta we gotta start getting just situated a little better. Yeah. And then don't forget that um, it's in the middle of my living room too. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. So no nah, man. No, I, I listen. If this is if this is what a start is, I I really I I hope somebody lights the fuse and. And instead of blowing up or blowing up, we rock it to the next level. To the next level. Because I think we're there. Listen, we've got, and again, we I don't think we say it nearly enough, but thank you. Yes. Thank you to all to our supporters. everybody that supports us, that listens to us on a week-in, week-out basis. Thank you for uh, even like the, the constructive criticism at times that just helps yeah. make us better. And uh, yeah, man, two years down and who knows how many to go. Yeah. And... My my creative juices got flowing with that interview, to, you know, that we handled with the yeah. Steve Irby. Yeah. We need we need more interviews. We do, and the thing I like, I think everybody says we play off each other so well, mm-hmm. and we do because we're friends, and right. that's what we do. But I like you're you you are great with digging up the facts on these things, and I like to throw the human element into it too get the emotion brought right. into it. And as a complete interview, dude, I think we knock it out of the park consistently. Well, you know what it is, is whether, whether I have the knowledge or you have the knowledge, the things I have knowledge about for the most part, if obviously like we have common interests, sure. you don't. And the things you have knowledge about sneaker world and this, I, I don't really know. Right. So you always get the, one person kind of has knowledge of it, and one person always kind of asks like the naive questions that like a normal listener that doesn't know would. You start talking about sneakers, and I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> but then I ask like a simple question, and it it, it 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 resonates with people because they're like, "What do you mean you don't know?" And then you know, yeah, it's out. then it's coming from that side. Or you know, we're talking you know racing, and you don't really know, and then you ask a simple question, and then. You know, my brain doesn't wrap around it because that's just the way, because I know. Right. But you don't. And then and then you get this nice ex- explanation that we were skimming over because we just assumed everybody knew. Right. 
you know, so that's how it really works. And, and don't get me wrong, you know, having a third party helps too, because then it, it, Oh, listen, I, I thoroughly enjoy when we've had lead sack sit in and, and stash came in, Troy stopped by Max stopped by Jern Jern stopped by. We've yeah. had uh McLovin in, in summer. Yeah. And by the way, I do have to say that my, my boy McLovin, my son-in-law, graduated Yo, boot camp. Big ups to McLovin. And now he's in Biloxi. He's in and if you've never seen Biloxi Blues, it it starts with uh, when they get to the base. It's it's Matthew Broderick holding his bag, and he's walking down the thing, and he's like, "Geez, it's hot, man! It's so hot. I can't believe how hot it is. <laughs> it's so Africa." This is Africa hot. Tarzan couldn't stand this heat. <laughs> so. Poor McLovin in August is yeah. literally right on the ocean in Biloxi, Mississippi. Yo, good kid, man. Yeah. Good kid. Summer Summer knocked it out of the park. She found a good one. Yeah, she really did, and uh, I'm proud of him. And then Jern just started her job up there in the Syracuse area as an athletic trainer, so she's using her college, and, you know, this is, is a good time. Yeah, man. It's getting crazy, buddy. What do you got? You got anything else? Nah, man, it's a great, great week. I love this episode personally. I think this is one of my favorite in the last probably two months we've done. Yeah. Um, we didn't laugh as much as we normally do. No, but, but we got through. We got through with really good topics today. Yeah. And yep. uh, I think coming off of the interview we did, which was so serious. Yeah. I kind of had the, the brains were, our brains were already well, not, in Not for nothing, dude. Listen, the dick and fart jokes only go so far with us. Do. And we'll always laugh at them. Right. But, but we're a lot. We're 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 like we're like onions. We have layers. There's there's more to us just dick and than dick Although and I jokes. will tell you, what the what morning was this? Oh, it was uh, Friday morning. I'm getting home, and I run in quick and I throw shit on the bed. And Carly's basically she's getting ready to walk out the door. I'm like, hang on, hang on, so I can say goodbye. I go in the bathroom and I unleash hell. That's not un. Real no, to every other thing. You this do. scared me. Like I've never <laughs> Pink been. Pink tube socked yourself. Yo, oh, I was scared. I'm like this. Like it hurt. And I'm like this. <laughs> I I tore something. You go to Urban Dictionary. Look up pink tube sock. Oh yeah. So I get done and I go in the bedroom to give her a kiss goodbye, and she's like, "That's fucking terrible." So from the bedroom, she caught caught a whiff of what happened in the bathroom. Oh, dude. Yeah. What the hell? I started her day off poorly. Yeah, she but, should have uh, ran out the door when she had the chance. I felt better. Yeah, she should have escaped. <laughs> so, all right, man. I feel good, man. It was a good episode. Definitely, two in the books, baby. Yeah, man. Now, now George has to do all his work. Let me fuck it up at first. Yeah, fuck it up. All right, for G Mac, this is Winnie. This has been the Outlaw Blitz Podcast. Take it deep. <laughs>